This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. What's up, everybody? This is Richie from Post America Podcast. Uh, just me again with one guest because of our guys. You know, they, uh, they're so busy, they can't do nothing anymore, so whatever. But we keep them going until we get the guys back. Chris and Mad Joe, we miss them. And today we got a special guest all the way from London, a hardcore yep. staple in the scene over there, Wima, guitar player from Knuckle Dust and, and many other bands. How you doing, Wima? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. You know what? Whenever I say Wima, I always remember when your London people talk to you, they say Wayma, Wayma. <laughs> like, which one is it? We or way? Do you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad you asked. The yeah. way you pronounce my name is Wayma. Some people say Wima. Yeah, that's what I've Others. been saying. <laughs> I don't, do you know what? You get so used to like correcting people after after a while, you're just like, oh fuck it. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> you just leave it as it is. But it's actually Wayma. But I don't get mad about it. You should have put me in check the first time around. I feel like a, 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 it's a stupid 20 years of me calling you Wima. I think I did about 20 times, but you oh, continued. Oh, damn, my bad, my bad. You could have. You could have. <laughs> Wima. All right, so it's W-A sound, even though it's written yeah. W-E. That's All correct, right. yeah. My dad's um, Tanzanian, so it's it's got some, it's, it means something in Swahili, like pure. It means pure or something like that. It means pure warrior. Pure warrior, exactly yeah. that. Put so, warrior yeah. on anything when you say the meaning, and it's dope, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you said, from where was your dad from? My dad's from Tanzania, in uh, ah. Africa. So you yeah. ever been there? Yeah, I've been there twice. I went there when I was three years old, and then I went back there when I was about thirteen. I went to the Seven Getty and Mount wow. Kilimanjaro, Lake Victoria. It, it was beautiful, man. I, but I need to that, go back, really. I need to go back. That's crazy. Yo, where do they have the Watusis at? Because you're real tall. You uh, Are those dudes uh, close to that area or no? I think they're more towards Kenya. I'm, I'm, oh, you're most probably going to catch me out now. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Yeah. Like, I, I remember going there, and I went to my um, granddad's house. And uh-huh. when I say my granddad, this was like when I was 15, so, tw- you know, 20-odd years ago. And um, it was a proper... He lived in a mud hut. And I remember, like, I remember everyone kept staring at my trainers. And I was like, why the fuck are everyone staring at my trainers? Like, I didn't understand. And, like, I must have been wearing some, like, Jordans. And, like, everyone in that village is really poor. So when they see a black guy with, like, Jordans on and dressed a certain way, they're, like, staring at me. Mm. But at the time, I couldn't understand. But now I'm like, that must have been mad. Like, do you know what I mean? They probably thought you were some kind of like celebrity or something from Prince, Prince, Prince from Prince yeah. Wayne. <laughs> but Pure yeah, I need warrior. to go back. Yeah, that's cool, man. Where's your mom from? My mom's from Jamaica, man. God rest her soul. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yes. Um, so you got all the good stuff. Yeah, I've, I've never been to Jamaica, actually. I've got a lot of family that keep telling me I need to go out there. And at some point, I will definitely. Um, I, heard, I heard Jamaica's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's, it's a very beautiful place. It's not the type of place you can just 
go there and just walk around, like because you most probably will get robbed. And and, and I don't I don't want to go there and do like the holiday campus thing, you know, like sandals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I want to go out there and I'm going to stay in my family and move with my family. But yeah, it's a beautiful place, man. Yeah, it's a debut. the pictures and that that I see, you know, that my aunt sends me and stuff. I need yeah. to get out there. I've never been to any like Caribbean places, you know. I always wanted to go to like Trinidad or something like that, or it'd be dope. Well, Why don't you go? What's stopping you? I don't know. I, I got a lot of Trini friends too. I want to oh, go really? to that carnival thing. You ever hear that carnival? Carnival. Carnival. <laughs> oh man, I'll be dancing all over, man, eating pineapples. Come on. I, you never come that. across as someone that likes a lot of sun, though. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, you, you know. I don't like lay on the beach. Like I wouldn't like lay there, but I'd be, I like being outside if I'm doing something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I get nice. I get like golden brown. I got that olive oil in me. So. Oh yeah, that's, that's correct. Where, where are your parents from? Um, the father's family is, was, uh, from Calabria. Rest his okay. soul. That's Good. Richie. He's also Richie. And my mother, uh, family was from a place called Abruzzi, like in the middle of Italy. Oh, wow. So they're both like two. Well, this Calabria is all the way down south on the bottom. And then. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I mean, and can you speak it? I've never asked you this before, but can you like, can you speak Italian at all? Or? Che fate chiesta qua state gite. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, you too. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> nah, I don't know anything. I just pretend, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I have the same thing. Like when I go to my dad's house and all the Africans come over and they're just talking Swahili. And then they'll start talking to me in Swahili, expecting me to understand. And when I don't understand, they look at me like so disappointed. Ah, uh, like, you broke their heart. I broke their heart. Like, well, so, you, could you could could you do that click at all? It don't know. learn how to do that. You impress them. They'll be all. I can cancel you, man. I can cancel you on your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, people love that. So that's a, that's like one of the most unique languages on, on planet Earth. Come on, what, the, the South Park. Uh, yeah. version of it. <laughs> no, you ever see like The Gods Must Be Crazy? No, I don't think I've it's a, it's that. a movie and it was like uh it was like Bushmen in, in uh in Africa somewhere and they okay. were speaking that that click language. But they were really <laughs> speaking it, but like with the clicks it was crazy, man. Was, yeah. Like, really dope. <laughs> to be funny, to be fair, some of that is funny. Some some of the dialects do sound just like that, do you know what I mean? Depending oh, on yeah. Yeah. where you go. I love it all. I love accents. You know what I mean? That's a, I like going over, over by you because there's so many accents in a really small area, you know, like them yeah. dudes up in like Liverpool, the way they talk and these Manchester people, the way they talk and yeah, you go yeah. to Scotland. And it's like, geez, they like addicted to rolling their tongues in Scotland, right? Scotland. I yeah. mean, I've been told that I talk really fast and, uh -huh. and I know I do like I've got a heavy London accent. But um, I remember we played Scotland Knuckle Dust with a band called Divide, and that actually I call them the Scottish Wisdom in Chains, like oh, yeah? similar, yeah, similar sound, really good band, and half the time they're talking to me and I have no clue what they're saying because their wow. their dialect is so strong. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. I used to work with a, a dude from Scotland, and oh, yeah? uh, I was teasing him all day. I probably told the story before, but I tease him all day. You know, because his accent is so cool. He'd break my balls, I'd break his balls. 
And I'm like, yo, is there any famous like Scottish people or all oh, you guys like deadbeats? You know, everybody seems like <laughs> like everybody from from England is famous and nobody. Who's the Sc- famous Scottish guy? And he goes, and and Drew Carnegie. And I was like, Who? yeah, and I was like, what? And Drew Carnegie. And I was like, who the hell is that? And then he said, Carnegie Hall. And I was like, oh, Carnegie Hall. And he was talking about Andrew Carnegie. Uh, you ever heard of that dude? I've heard of him. I don't know of him. Though. Yeah, Andrew Carnegie was like a famous dude over here, but he, I guess he was from Scotland, and there's like a big place called Carnegie Hall named after him. But the way okay. he was saying Andrew Carnegie with the roll of the tongue, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah, man. they have a mad yeah. kind of, You just got to catch it. You got to really concentrate. And um, Yeah, yeah, I like those dudes. And then the Irish got their funny accent. The Northerners got their funny accent. The Dublin people. It's, it's cool over there, you know? I remember when I went to America, man. Everyone yeah. loved the English accent. Oh, you're from L- Oh, you're from London. Yeah, people love that shit. Like, they love the accent. Is even our our TV is bombarded with English people. Like, it's like, can an American get a job on TV anymore? You got to be from England. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I noticed that all the the latest films are like English actors as well. Like, we're taking yeah. over. Yeah. And now I'm like, yo, you got English actors doing like American accents. Well, can we get some Americans doing English accents in, <laughs> in a couple parts? But, yeah, it's kind of a mess. And then we got like, we got news people doing news in America that are from England and they're making fun of America the whole time on the news. I'm like, what, uh, <laughs> would this happen anywhere else? Like, we got uh, Oliver, what's that? James, what, something oh, Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Yeah, what's his name? Jamie Oliver, the chef. The guy, no, he's like, guy, he's like, does like some kind of talk show like half news half he took over for oh John jamie C- corden no no something oliver i forget his name but the people big guy. Are, the nah he's like a nerdy guy with glasses he's like a guy he does talk a, teeth. Uh, not the carpool karaoke guy nah nah this guy does like an hbo show over here he's on uh, okay yeah but he like he's like it's he does kind of what john stort did if you ever remember his show except it's 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 john stort's gone and he's basically doing news but, you know, I don't mind, but the guy's clowning on America the whole time, <laughs> and he's from England. It's like, geez, buddy, give us a break. We understand. You, look, go yeah. on, say. Then you got this other guy. He's from uh, South Africa. I forget his name. And he's another one. He clowns on America Jeremy, the whole Trevor time. Trevor Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor Noah, yeah. I love I'm Trevor like, Noah. I think he yeah, I, I like him, too. I'm I just like saying him. it's weird that we get clowned on by foreigners on our own tv sets like you know it's, it's <laughs> you know what i mean imagine if like yeah, the, yeah. some italian guy with an italian accent was was like the the best show in london and all he does is make fun of london all day you'd be like hey, who is this motherfucker damn what you, <laughs> we can make fun of ourselves not you can't do it so i know american comedians always take the mick out of americans as well oh yeah totally totally so, america's good for for breaking its own balls for sure you know, I think yeah, America and England have got the same kind of banterish humor. I think yeah, you know? you, uh, England got better humor though. They're more. I like I like the English approach because they're very, it's very sarcastic and dry. You know, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like the American stuff is a little too goofy. Sometimes you know they like throw a pie in your face or they act like they tripped and fall. You know, it's like old school comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's we- there's great comedians though. Who's that one guy from uh, England? Uh, Jarvis, Ricky Jarvis. Ricky Gervais, yeah. yeah. He's funny. That guy's funny. Oh, man. Did you see when he done that? Um, was it Gold, Golden Globes? 
uh, he was hosting. Yeah, him. yeah, he was attacking everybody, right? And he was just roasting everyone. He's he's, he's fun. Have you ever watched his stand up? Yes, the last one. I thought it was funny, oh. but I heard a lot of people were like not happy with it. You know when you hear a a joke and you know you shouldn't laugh, but you just laugh. Like yeah. some yeah. of the jokes, I was like, I was I had my like head in my in my hands. I was like, shit, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's just. <sighs> do you think? Went, do you think? Do you think there should be rules to comedy? Rules? Nah. I mean, See, it's like if you break, there's like unwritten rules, and if you break them, what's going to happen is you're just not going to have any fans. You know what I mean? So, I don't think they even need to be like if you do something that's just so offensive and not funny, then you're just not going to have fans. But if you're making enough people laugh, then then you didn't break a rule. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is. As long as it's funny, it can be as offensive, offensive as as it, as it needs to be. As well, long even, as it's funny, even if it isn't funny, you could be offensive, but you're just going to be talking to nobody at some point. You know, nobody's mm, gonna yeah. nobody's gonna want to hear it. But if if there's like a small group that are saying you're offensive, and everybody else is like, "What do you mean? It's just a joke. I think it's hilarious." Then you didn't break any rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. As far as a comedian, the only the only like. You only know if you broke a rules when nobody thinks you're funny. Then you, then you could go back and you could say, "Where did I break a rule at?" Because the number one rule in comedy is be funny. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, what I love what I love when you watch a comedian and they just they're just diving and they just and they just and they just no one's laughing and they're really yeah. like struggling. I, yeah. I love seeing that. I always wanted to do like comedy and do that on purpose. You know what I mean? What make like, no one laugh? You mean? Yeah, like be really bad up there, like just make it so <laughs> so everybody's so uncomfortable and nobody yeah. knows. Like, yeah, that would be like. <laughs> See, in <laughs> England, you'd just be told to get off the stage, or you'd you'd start getting heckled, or yeah, here too. But you know, if you're doing it on purpose, then you could like leave. You know, you made yourself like you amused yourself for a minute. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I I uh I I like that too. But you know that uh yeah I like Gervais he's funny but yeah I know a lot of people got some beef with him, um, Bill Burr but the ultimate champ yeah. of all time is Dave Chappelle I mean he's I love Dave Chappelle man I think he's the greatest ever although like I feel like his his comedy his comedy is changing it's more of like um a message like the yeah. last did you watch the last the eight was it the eight minute um the George eight, Floyd one yep, we done I did yeah and that. Well, that was that was that was more that was more of a message than a comedy set, right? Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, it was. I mean, it, you know, it's like he's a comedian, but he, you know, for that particular, I wouldn't even call it a bit. He didn't have any comedy, really. Just you know, funny interjections. But he did keep you hanging onto your seat the whole time. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. So definitely. one way or the other, whatever he was doing. He had everybody listening. I, yeah, that was good. But you know, when he comes out armed with comedy, I mean, nobody yeah. could nobody could go against him. I know, I know. Yeah, he is. He is a beast. Oh, I'm waiting it, for Chris Rock, man. Chris Rock's been a bit bit quiet. I want to see. I know. Him do something. And, he, and he had such great stand ups, and you like back when he was doing them, you you figured out oh, every one or every two years he's going to come out with another hour. Then all of a sudden it just stopped. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. You know who I don't like. Is uh, the fuck's his name? The dude from Philly that's like so popular right now. He's in all the movies with The Rock, the short dude. 
Oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. I don't think yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He's goofy, any man. But yeah, it's just <sighs> like he he has this thing where he says it over and like something over and over and over. It's like, oh man. But yeah, I don't think he's. He seems like a nice guy. He's just uh, he's not making me laugh. You know what I mean? I t- he he released a documentary on Netflix. I think it was about four or five, four or six episodes, just a camera following him, following him on the road and stuff. And yeah. that was really good. That was really interesting because it came at the time that, um, you know, he got caught in that having an affair or something. Yeah, I heard about that shit. Yeah, so it, it kind of goes through that period and it's quite interesting, man. And then you see him, he's on the plane and he almost has a fight with one of his best friends. And it's it's quite it's quite it's quite it's quite it's quite a good watch. I gotta but, check him out. I always support him because he's from Philly. If you're a PA dude, I'll, I'll I show Philly, respect. Philly. You know? Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, he's just not. No, he's, he's not the funniest guy, you know. Nah, he's um, yeah, he's he's, he's just goofy, man. But you know, uh, his earlier stuff was a lot better. His earlier stuff was a lot better, but. He's, what, uh, he's got more Hollywood now, and he. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like a movie guy. He's like he went the route of like. Martin Lawrence and all them dudes, you know, yeah, they had yeah. these great moments, but then when they kind of did the movie thing, their stand up took a dive, you know? Oh yeah. For real. For real, man. I wish I would have got into that Hollywood business early. You know what I mean? You should have done it, man. You had I, all the attributes. Could have <laughs> been the next, I could have been the next Marlon Brando. If I played what film, if, if you, if you could star in any film, what would suit you? Pee Wee Herman's great adventure. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would, I would kill that role. I would kill it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> pa- paging Mister Herman, remember that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know uh, what movie I would go for, but uh, you know, maybe uh, Forrest Gump. I think I could kill that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could be a good yeah. Forrest Gump. You know. Okay. Okay, man. Kind of just act like I'm out of it a little bit, but I'm I could run real fast. But, uh, <laughs> What that's your favorite both? film. I've, I've heard you say it a few times. All time, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's a great film, man. I wouldn't say that's my favorite, but it's a great film. I it's the characters. See, I like characters. My favorite movie characters are Forrest Gump, Rocky Balboa, oh, and, and Mr. Spock. Okay, with these, yeah. this is the holy trinity. Okay, yeah. With with a guy like Forrest Gump, you have the will you just never stop you know what i mean regardless of what obstacles are in front of you you just keep on going you overcome the guy's you know he's retarded or whatever he don't even care he does his thing rocky balboa same similar but he has the strength okay he'll fight you boom he'll fight you and then with mr spock it's the same but he possesses the logic okay so you put those three guys together wow you got the greatest person ever but yeah. one thing they all possess kindness yeah see that's never true see waymo (laughs) (laughs) now check it out what american guys what american comics are are big in uh in england Uh, what comics yeah do you know what i don't really follow the comics i think ricky gervais is most probably the only one i really follow but is uh, is is Chappelle big in england yeah Chappelle's massive in england i think he no, that was Chris Rock. I don't think Chappelle's ever been. Has Chappelle ever been to London? Oh man, he should. I don't think Chappelle. I'm sure he has, but I've never. He, he's massive. He's massive in England. Yeah. Okay, he's, okay. he's massive. Um, so it's kind of like the same, the same media, the same entertainment. 
uh, rolls through England as does America. We probably share that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would, say, I would say so. I would say so, man. I would say so. Now, how long has it been since we've met each other? You know, I was thinking this the other day, and uh, I would say it's about 23 years ago, 24 years ago. Wow. I've talked about it on my, in my, my own podcast, um, and it was that show in, uh, in Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. I remember the show. I just don't remember exactly when it was, like sometime late nineties or something, maybe. Right? I think it was ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay. And uh, was you? You was on tour, right, with uh, Coming Correct and Crutch. Was you touring together? Oh uh, yeah, it could have been either one or both of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then the, yeah, and that's that's what I, I remember. Like I knew of Crutch before, you know, before I met you, but I'd never seen you live, and I was I was a fan. I was a big fan. Um, and I've said this before, like I came there to see coming, uh, I was playing with knuckle dust, but I was really looking forward to, um, watching coming correct. And I remember crutch coming on and just, it, it was like, you guys, and the energy, it was just, it was, it was, it was one of my favorite shows to this date. Oh, and nice. yeah. And then yeah, that, we just that was got a good night. And I remember somebody during your second hurt really bad. I always remember that. They, they yeah. broke their head on the ceiling or something like that. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. I don't remember the guy's name, but there was one guy and like he was known for being a hard dancer, but he was a bit arrogant with it. Like mm. some people didn't like him. I can't remember his name. And that was yeah, the one who busted he, his head? Yeah, that's the one that busted <laughs> his head. <laughs> I, oh I don't know how though. I don't know. Was he crab I don't know, was he stage diving or something? I can't I can't remember. Yeah. And people that are like upset that I'm laughing about it. The guy didn't die. He just no, no. And, he just ended up in a wheelchair the rest of his life. But he's not dead. <laughs> no, he didn't do that either. Oh I'm God. just kidding. <laughs> he didn't do that. But yeah, that was a good show. And that's when I was like, that's when we saw Knuckle Dust. And I remember the flight home. That was the talk of the whole flight. Knuckle Dust, Knuckle Dust, Knuckle Dust. And I kept wow. on saying, how do these guys even know each other? They look like they shouldn't even know each other, these guys. It's like, where'd they meet? <laughs> I know. We're like, we are the oddest looking band when you think about it. But like. You got like an element of like the four key scenes that, you know, that the youth would be involved in. And that's that's knuckle dust, you know, especially when he had the mohawk going, when Nicky had the mohawk. It was it was quite a sight. Nikki's and how's it? Had, how, are the, how are the guys doing? Everybody good? Well, Nicky's um, uh, and I'm a paramedic. So with all this covid shit going on, he's just been working flat out, wow. flat out. So. I haven't actually, I spoke, I, you know, we, we text and stuff, but I haven't actually seen him in the flesh for months. Wow. Um, Pierre's doing well, you know, he's up in Luton. He's really into his spray painting now with graffiti. He's actually getting quite good now. Like, I hate to oh, admit yeah. it, but yeah, but he was useless a few years ago, but now he's actually pretty handy on the cans, man. I ain't going to lie. makes perfect. See that, That's Pierre? That's right, man. Never yeah, give exactly. up. Never give up. And Raymond, yeah, he's um, I think he's furloughed at the moment, so he's just um, in Brighton, and I think he's just been doing his house up. Like Raymond, he loves carpentry, like so he's always doing something in his house, making a chair or making making something. So um, he's, a, he's a handy fella. He's a, he's a handy fella. Now yeah. listen, with, with Raymond, the knuckle dust drummer, does anyone take more vacations than that guy, or what's going on? <sighs> nah, that guy goes on holiday 
three, uh, four times a year. Every other weekend, he's somewhere. Like, and uh, and when I see him, he's always crying and miserable. This is hard. <laughs> this is hard. I, I go back to the beach then. Jeez. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever heard of the term, ants in your pants? Yeah, ants in your pants. I, I heard Raymond, that term. I'm not, I'm not sure what it means, though. It just means you can't stop moving. That's oh, what okay, right. like. He can't stay in one place for too long. He's moved about 20 times, like, in the last wow. 10 years. And he's already talking about possibly moving to Spain or Portugal. So, like, he's got ants in his pants. Wow. And he's getting married soon, or is he already married? Well, he was supposed to get married, but COVID said no, 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 no. Now the so, rest of the band should say, no, you, you can't get married. Like, Nah. Knuckle <laughs> Dust yeah. first, bro. Exactly, man. We told him, but to be fair, his missus is a... Is a nice woman, so you know we said we're going to give you a belay on this one. But is he postponed his wedding? Married? Just Nick, just Nikki. Yeah, Nikki's only one that's married. Yeah. Okay. And Ray had to suspend his wedding. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just we was all going to go to Cyprus, and um, it got cancelled. So he's been moved to next year, man. Wow. So it's Hopefully a big guy, man. Hopefully, what about I get yourself? The, the invite, Ray, if you're listening, I would love to go to Cyprus. Yeah, you know what I mean. What about yeah, you? I was, I mean, well, I was, was supposed to get married in October, yeah. So is that happening still? Or? Nah, it's over. Forget it. You can't do nothing anymore. <laughs> is, it, is, is it not possible? I mean, you know, nah, people can well, outside again. It's like, uh, I mean, it might be possible, but it's not really smart to be putting deposits down and stuff yeah. like that into stuff that you has no definite you know, answer. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they're... <sighs> You, we're getting so many mixed signals. Like you probably see it on TV. America looks real bad again. I guess. Like how's the yeah, media yeah. play it out over there? We, we look like we're we're dr- dropping like flies, right? Yeah, you look pretty bad to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Like Trump's on the news more than buddy than Boris. Like he's on the news all the time. And uh, is, I, I, is your guy Boris? He's not even a fraction as crazy as Trump, is he? Like, I think. <sighs> I think Trump is actually bonkers, whereas Boris, I think he's, I think he puts it on. Yeah. I think he puts it on because for some reason people like his witty, witty attitude. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's all kind of like, like the, have you, have you ever seen his hair? Yeah. it's uh, like, like no, Why don't you comb your hair? What is wrong with you? No one goes in the mirror and then combs their hair and it come out looking like that. That's yeah. done on purpose. Yeah. And as mad as it is, it works, man. Like, do you know what I mean? So, what kind of society do we have when they would even take visually a person like Boris or Donald Trump and take them seriously? Like, what kind of planet do we live in at this point? Like, both of them look like if we saw them in the grocery store, we'd be like, "Look at this guy. <laughs> he's out of his mind. This guy. You know what I mean?" I think we're in a we're in a populist age, isn't it? You just say the right things and. You say what people want to hear, and people just go for it. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, it's very it. crazy time. Very crazy. Is England better uh, with this whole pandemic stuff? Is stuff back to well, normal? I'll tell you something. Why it's a bit funny you say that because we're being told to get back to normal, not fully back to normal. You know, go back to work. You're allowed to go out more than two hours and whatnot. But at the same time, we're being told. Don't get too close to no one or, or, you know, you can't you can't have gigs or 
you know, it's, it's a bit of an oxymoron. It's like one in one breath you're being told, yeah, get on with get on, get on with living, and in, in in the other you're being told, no, don't do that, don't do this, you can't do that, can't get on, don't get on a train to work if if you Jeez. can avoid it. Yeah. And do you know what's funny? It's like um, uh, my other band, I and Out, we we done a video, um, we filmed a video for because we were supposed to drop an album. It was supposed to come out early this year, and then COVID hit, so it's been delayed. And we've eventually got to a point now where we're, we're about to press the CD. And we shot a video on Saturday, and we had a few a few friends down, nothing crazy, about ten people. And I think I put a picture up on Instagram, mm. and I had a few friends like, "Oh, do you think it's a good idea, like all meeting up, like with this COVID going on? It's a bit irresponsible." And I was like. I was it, it perplexed me a bit because I understand you know we all need you know this COVID thing from it, it's not a joke and, and I, I do take it serious I'm not being arrogant to it but I just feel like in one breath we're being told you have to go out and work five days a week like I'm on a I'm on building site so I'm mixing with you know a hundred people a day yeah yeah but then on the weekend if I go and meet ten of my friends it's like you get you know people say oh, you shouldn't be doing that and it, it felt, that for why it feels like you know yeah so it definitely feels like i mean it definitely feels like something is unusual like you know more than like let's be honest without the mass deaths like we don't you know we just naturally as humans kind of don't take it seriously and there there's just is not there's mass infections but yeah. it just seems like the majority of people get slightly sick and a decent amount don't get sick at all. And then some people get real sick and very few die from it. And as like, I think in, in my state, like they were saying, they're going to shut down the schools again. And I heard that no one under, uh, I think, uh, 20 and under, I think there's like two people that died in the whole state. Like, yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. But I'm the same. I mean, you. I, I heard you on one of your last podcasts. I can't remember which one, but you said that if you got the opportunity to do a gig, you would do it. But you yeah. know, there'd be a bit of backlash to it. Yeah, totally. Like, can totally. you expand on that? Can you expand on that a bit? Well, like? I mean, you. It's a, we. We have a uh, the hardcore scene is is very diverse. In some ways, and in other ways, not so much. In one, there's like a group think where people, you know, in the hardcore scene, uh, a lot of them are right now, they're on the side of no, stay home, don't go out. It's uh, reckless and irresponsible to play shows or to go to shows or to go out and mingle. And if you do, you're insensitive. You're careless and uh, you're disrespectful and, you know, you don't care about your fellow man. You know, like they, they have there's that vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, there was actually articles written here. Like you you saw what was going on here. And I even know it went over into England with the Floyd uh, with the, uh, the Floyd, uh, all the riots and stuff around George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, like, did you see the size of some of these demonstrations over here? 
Oh yeah, you yeah yeah. You had thousands of people. We yeah. had the same in uh yeah, yeah. London. And, yeah, uh, and I loved that. I, I loved it. Yeah. Right, I, I love it. But there was articles here that actually said that the the demonstrations and the protest had nothing to do with any uh, rise of the the infection. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Now, how is how is that possible? Like, how is that possible? And but you're going to say opening a bar and allowing up to ten people in a bar that rose the numbers, but tens of thousands, in some case, hundreds of thousands of people on top of each other didn't have an effect. Come on, yeah, let's just be honest. I'm all for the it. protest. I'm for the riots. I'm for all of it. Chaos, craziness. But I also know <laughs> that you might catch a cold from a guy next to you, even if you think you're doing something uh, righteous, uh, you know, for for a cause of justice. You can still catch something. You can still give yeah, yeah. something and spread something. So yeah, there's like a, a really weird thing going on. But I'm just I'm just gonna say what's obvious, and it's obviously that if these infections are as crazy as they said, and there was such a spike. A big yeah. part of it has to be due to that, you know. I mean, as well as opening up, like both of them. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I mean, I'll try and be fair with. Um, I mean, I was speaking to Nikki, and as I said, he's a paramedic, and he he has said firsthand he's seen he's seen it firsthand, and he, he was saying it, 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 it's a real thing. So, yeah. but the question people need to ask themselves is, how long are you going to wait? before you leave your house like there's people with underlying health issues and i totally understand that that's that's different but like mm-hmm. if you're quite if you're a healthy person like you have to ask yourself a question a question how long you're going to stay in your house because this this thing could could last a year two years yeah so what you're going to stay in your house for two years at some point you're going to have to make a decision a decision a decision and say i've, I've got to go out again i've got to live again like there's a risk to it but I don't know what and, else to say. Like, really, and that's the position I'm in. I have underlying health conditions, but still, at some point, I got to make a move. I, I can't just live in a bubble. You know what I mean? That's that's it. You can't. I mean, it's um, yeah, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation we we find ourselves in. But you know, yeah. See, I've got all the pressing on the podcast now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to your listeners. Everybody at home, just kill yourselves. This the, <laughs> the whole thing is over. You're never gonna have fun again. You're never gonna see your friends again. <laughs> You're stuck in your ho- own house looking in a refrigerator every 10 minutes for something that's not in there. Uh. <laughs> I think for me it's different because I, like, when this when this COVID hit, I was still working. So yeah. at no point have I been in the house. I've been out through the whole period. So I think if you're someone that's been out, been out through this pandemic, your perspective is different from someone that's been locked away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm a some bit people like, aren't built for that. They're like this will... You know, and rightfully so, this will drive some people crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, this will cause depression, anxiety. Oh yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Like what would Knuckle Dust do if if offered a show and uh you felt the show was very safe and it's gonna be a good show? Uh but you know, w- would you catch backlash from the, the scene in England if you played a show like that? Well, we, we we got a show in Switzerland in a couple of months. I don't know if it's gonna happen or not, but um <laughs> Let's say I mean, if it was we, show next weekend, though. Let's say if it was no, nah, we wouldn't. I'll be honest, we wouldn't do anything if, if the government are saying not no shows. We wouldn't do it. I don't think Raymond, especially like he's and Nikki, that they, um, they, they do yeah. <laughs> But the knuckle dust was about rebellion. Yeah, but I think Ray suffers from asthma, and you know, 
there's other underlying health issues why they why they couldn't do that. But um, we wouldn't we wouldn't we we're not we wouldn't yeah we wouldn't go against what the government are saying. Mm. It wouldn't you, it'd be shut down anyway. It would in England in London it would be shut down. Yeah, it's the second you strike a cold. That's part of the cool thing though to shut it down. Like you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like you know, would I, Malcolm X play the show? You goddamn right he would. Would he let the government tell him what he's gonna do? No. <laughs> But you guys, you have the. Are you tempted to do something to set up a show, undercover? I would, or? I would do it. I say that on the podcast. Just say what? Would you? Would you? If you got the opportunity to do it, I mean, you have the tools to do a show, right? If you wanted to, you you could find. You have friends that have venues and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, let's say if a friend who had a venue wanted to do a show and access the play. Would we play? Yeah. Fuck yeah, we play. You think everyone would be done in the band? In my band, yeah. These we we, oh. we do what the we do what we want. If there's a house on fire, we'll walk into the house. We don't care. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like this is a, a band of crazy people. <laughs> like we see some on TV that says this, that, and the other thing, and you know, hey, listen, you go out like have people died from it? Yeah. Like people have been dying left and right from other things too. Mm. I don't if if I played a show and I got sick and I died I still wouldn't sweat it I'd be like yeah well I, I didn't know I thought well, I wanted to have some fun anything could happen if I if I book a show and I go there I get hit by a car loading in you know what am I gonna regret it it, it is what it is yeah exactly man. I just don't think like if, if if like going to play a show in a war zone where there's a, a war going on something I'd be like oh yeah it's not smart to play that I just statistically have no fear in playing a hardcore show. You know what I mean? I don't think anything bad would come of it as far as people getting the virus. You know, if I thought people were in legitimate danger, yeah, of course I wouldn't play the show. But I just, I don't, you know, I hate to, you know, I, I wear a mask if the place says wear a mask, no problem. I like the mask. I think you I'm like gonna, the mask? Yeah, I, I like it because it's like, you know, I don't have to do my makeup. I can just go right out. Everybody's happy. But when they, when they say stop wearing the mask, I might still wear a mask, you know, because I, I always saw people doing that before in New York City on the subways. I never really thought about it. Yeah, so at yeah. least this thing made you aware of how hypersensitive the body is. And I'm the kind of guy I get the flu every year. You know, I'm yeah. always sniffling and sneezing and you know what I mean? I don't take any medicine or anything. I'm all out of whack anyway. So wearing a mask, getting vitamins, making sure you're clean. It's it's all good things. So some good things came out from this. It's just I don't know if this will ever disappear. Like when will it? This is my, this is what I'm saying. At some point, yeah. people have to make a decision. Like you're gonna stay in your house. Like yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'll make yeah. the decision decision sooner rather than later because it has to be made at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I had to um get? I got a train into work. I usually drive into work, but I got a train into work. And on the underground, you have to wear a mask. And I yep. put the mask on. I almost passed out, man. I couldn't believe with that thing in the train. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was. I don't know how people do it, like wear the mask all day, man. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of used to it just from the jobs that I I do. A lot of times we have to wear. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, it, could, it could be yeah. uncomfortable, you know. But if you have a crappy mask, yeah, if you need a decent mask where you could breathe through the thing, but it also prevents like those uh, OSHA OSHA certified masks. But if you just put like a piece of cloth or like a bandana <laughs> over your face, yeah, you're not going to get much oxygen, you know. I've seen people with like t-shirts and these homemade things, yeah, strapped around. You just feel like you just look at them and go, it's not, 
it's not really going to work, is it? It's like, it's not really. Yeah. But, do, you, yeah. do you see any videos in America, like the people that won't wear a mask and making a big deal about it when they go to the store? Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah. They're like, they think they're like, you know, proving a point. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not wearing a mask. My freedom, blah, blah. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I did see um, when they closed down the economy, there was people marching. When they said, open up the economy and, and yeah. blah, blah, and I don't know, man. It's like if, if a store says wear a mask, mm. then you just wear a mask. That's the policy of the store. You know what I mean? It, are them demanding that you, when it says no shoes, no shirt, no service, <laughs> there's the stuff that says that. So if you're going without a shirt to say, no, we, we don't want you in here without a shirt, put yeah, a shirt yeah. on. It's at their store. Get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If people are trying to come into your house on your property and then tell you to wear a mask, all right, then you could get all crazy and act like, you know, you're a patriot or whatever. But yeah, America is so crazy right now. The whole world's crazy. I don't know what to believe, but let's get on to better things, right, Wima? Let's go. I hope so, man. I hope so, man. What is keeping you going? What are you looking forward to? Is Knuckle Dust going to record? I guess in a couple months you got a show out in Switzerland. Like, what what are you looking forward to socially? Yeah, so Knuckle Dust next year, I think it's going to be as a band, I think. Is it 25? Yeah, 20, 25 years. So we're going to do like, we're gonna. I've, I've been writing a few songs. So I've got like a handful of songs. I just need to see when I write songs, I like to write from A to Z. I'm not the kind of person that can write A to, I don't know, to E and then say, hey guys, let's, like, let's write the, the rest of the alphabet. I have to do the whole thing and then I've always been that way. So I've got a f- few songs. I'm just trying to just get them to a point where I'm really happy and I'm going to share them with the, the guys and hope, hopefully they like it. And then we come to, if they like it, we'll come together and then we'll gel it into what it will become. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. So that's how you do it. You, everything like you hand them a song and it's ready to go. What if they want to change something, this and that, are you the, you the kind of guy? Yeah, no problem. Or do you get a little bent out of nah, shape? I, I would try it, but sometimes like, no, I'm I'm quite open. I don't mind. To be honest, like when I write a song, I would have changed it a million times already. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. when I present it, I would like them to think, yeah, that sounds good. From well, that's good. you know, but if they did say no, nah, maybe you should drop this, then I'm I'm up for trying it. I mean, yeah, but uh, you know, are you the uh, bulk of the music? Does it come out of you? The writing uh, I would say yeah I do most of the musical writing but mm-hmm. like when the band comes together like Nicky will put his little bits on it he's, and then Ray will put his little feels or whatever on it and then Pierre just does what Pierre does do you know what I mean so yeah yeah, it's I present the music but then everyone puts their their little their flavour in it and then that's that's how that's how we work we've, we've you, tried we've do tried do you ever write we, lyrics? I did on the last album but yeah. I wouldn't do that ever again I wouldn't Why? Be because I feel like when I write lyrics, I write a specific flow that was suit what I if I was singing it, mm. and not so much what how Pierre was singing. And I think Pierre's got a unique flow, and he he's, he's much he writes much more better lyrics than me as well. So I, I would that's definitely something I've learned. I think I'd leave it to him to do that. Uh, do you know what I mean? Um, Very good. So, that's a that's you show a lot of restraint. 
How dare Pierre think he's gonna put his own lyrics on this? <laughs> no, he, but oh. he, he writes. He writes. He's in ninety-five percent of. Um, okay. Just the last up. The, the last album, I wrote quite a bit of stuff. And this this will be twenty-five years as a band coming up. Yeah, man, it's mad, isn't it? Wow. We started that in ninety-six, is... and <laughs> that is so crazy, man. Think about that. I know, like, uh, it's 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 time you know when people say time moves really fast like mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. really does man it really does like and you know what the worst thing is i can't remember none of it half the gigs we've done i can't my memory's really bad yeah like people will be saying do you remember this show and we done this and we done that and this happened and i'll be like when, when did that happen yeah I'm like that too. i hate that man yeah it's cool though because it kind of like when you have a good memory then you're not worried about the next one you're like ah I could just rest on my memories. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I don't true. even remember the last one, so I want to do another one. You know? Yeah, no, nah, true. But don't you wish that when you was like, because you've been doing this for what? How long have you been doing? Like, you started clutching what? Uh, yeah, playing music in general, yeah, a long time. With the particular band I'm in now, still a long time, but not like not 25 years, you know? But, uh, I don't know yeah, when that, we. I think we first played like uh, uh, maybe two thousand two or something three. I don't even know. When because the first wisdom was a couple of dudes from Europe, so I remember. Yeah, um, there was like a the, the first thing which I don't really you know it was uh, it was like me and Joe recorded with a, a guy from Europe named Mart Mar, uh, Martine. Uh, oh, okay. From, from uh, uh, Daredevil, a band called Daredevil. Oh, yeah. They might actually played that day we met you guys. We met like a lot of bands on that tour. And uh, so, yeah, so he had an idea. He was going to, he wanted to start a band, blah, blah, blah. I told the story. Aaron from Death Threat was supposed to sing. I was like, supposed to play guitar. Um, and the rest of the guys were from Europe drummer, bass player, and, Mar- and Martin on the other guitar. And, uh, Aaron fell through. Joe did the voice. I said, yo, let Joe do vocals. And so we did it. But it's kind of like that dude from Europe wrote everything except for like two songs. And then oh, we right. came over here and we recorded, you know, some stuff. And But then it just never, nothing ever happened. You know, they played, they tried to play one show that was a mess while Crutch was on tour. And I, I like knew better than to play that. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm going to sit this out. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then it was like just total humiliation for all of them. <laughs> I remember that show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe he spoke about it a few times, right? Yeah, it's like whenever he, you know, he turns red whenever he thinks about it. But uh, <laughs> so he, uh, they tried it, you know, it didn't work. But you know, it was it was half ass. Then years later, like way later, after Mushmouth was coming to an end, me and Joe were in Mushmouth and we lived together. And we're like, ah, that sucks. Like, it's coming to an end. What do you want to do? And uh, I was like, yo, let's do that Wisdom and Change shit. Let's just write our own songs, get like a local guys. And that's when we started. But I forget what year it was. Like, actually, way late. It was like 2006 or seven. Yeah, it was pretty late. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. The other thing was like 2001, like the Wisdom and Change stuff with the European dudes. But that really nothing happened. But yeah, maybe like. The wisdom and change we know of as now was like 2007, maybe. That's so, mad. Did, did you ever think it would uh, like turn into what it's turned? Is that the plan? I mean, what I is it? You know what I mean, it's a hardcore band. There ain't nothing going on, baby. You know yeah, how we nah. do. 
I, I just want to say, actually, man, because I know you guys wouldn't say it, so I'm going to say it, is um, con- congratulations on over a million st- uh, streams on Chasing the Dragon. I think I think that's oh, a big you. accomplishment, man. You don't think so? No? No, it's very, it's very cool. I mean, I uh, yeah, I'm happy about that. You know what? Um, I feel like uh, stuff off Die Young, see, it changed hands. The label that changed hands. Die yeah. Young and the second one, Class War, and then all like the, the count got started over. Oh, really? So yeah, you, you, you most probably had already well, that, done when it, when it when it turned over, like the uh, when the other label, a label from uh, Florida had it. I forget the okay. name. I can't remember the name. But when they gave it up, it was uh, it was almost at nine hundred thousand. It was like eight hundred eighty. <laughs> So, because that was the first record, though it's been out a long time, so it's not that big of a deal. But I yeah. thought like that was gonna hit a million, you know what I mean? But then to change hand, it started over. But the uh, so yeah, wait, you had a you had eight hundred thousand back then, really? Back then, but album yeah. streams, like not oh, okay, on one yeah. song, not on, on one, one song. song. Oh, okay, yeah. but oh, I felt like amazing. that. Like uh, I think the strongest song from that album, as far as streams, was uh, we're not helping back yeah, then yeah, yeah. but they, oh, okay. then it, it kind of got turned over and started over and i was like all bummed out i was like how can we take those streams over when you know my own label takes takes over but we couldn't do it but yeah no it is cool i like that man people are listening to it and uh you know it's it's yeah it makes me happy of course you I want know, people man. to listen to your shit you know that's 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 a without uh, sounding corny that's a beautiful beautiful thing about music it's like you start with nothing, and then you think of a riff, and then you put it together. You put the beat to it. You put some vocal, vocals to it, and yeah. then you create something where over a million people appreciate it and listen to it. It's like, yeah. And I think I think with hardcore bands, where people forget, Knuckle Dust, you know, included, be, like there's kids that like the scene. The the hardcore scene is more respectful towards the older acts than a lot of other scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they do like to know their history. Because you almost look like a clown if you're in hardcore and you don't know the history. Yeah, yeah. So kids that weren't even born 25 years ago when you guys started, they know that they have to learn about Knuckle Dust. And they are. You know what I mean? And people are like, yo, I like this band, that but Oh, you like them? What about Knuckle Dust? Who? Oh, I got to check that shit out. What? Boom. But yeah, hardcore stuff keeps on. It keeps on. Like the flavor keeps on going. Listen, people are still discovering Warzone, a Warzone album for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see, I see kids that look like they're fourteen years old wearing shirts that say, you know, Youth of Today shirts. I see them wearing. I see kids like discover like they're wearing like uh, Fahrenheit. Uh, Four five one, yeah, four five one shirts that they, they couldn't have been around back then. You know, it's just yeah. like the kids, like yeah, they, they get into it, and you could kind of see the the flavor of the year. It's kind of like you know, all of a sudden they like this stuff and that stuff. But yeah, hardcore keeps on re- regurgitating itself, so it's kind of cool. Oh, you are. Yeah, and and now that you guys, us, everybody else, you're putting in actual albums, and they're out there available at any time. People want to hear them. Somebody discovers this shit every day, and they tell a couple people, boom, boom, because we never got press. You know, yeah. who's, who's helping us? Who's who's talking about hardcore bands on on television or anything mainstream? Nobody, you know. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Like, why why do you think Disney artists are so popular? Because it's in your face. It's a multi million dollar (laughs) fucking commercial. It's all that. That's all. It's not because it's good. No, you're 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 totally correct. You're totally correct, man. But I just, yeah, I just wanted to congratulate congratulate you guys on that anyway. Thank you for letting all of our listeners out there know what a great success we've been all of these years, and I really appreciate it. Nah, come on. You're nah, making man. me blush. You're making me blush. Wait, what is your favorite album? What is your favorite Wisdom and Change album? Oh, jeez. Maybe uh Or song, if it's easier. I don't know, man. Song? I like uh In Case You Forgot, I like that song. Never play it live though, but it's a song called In Case, in you, case forgot. you Forgot. I'm real simple, real simple jam. It's cool. It's a cool song. It's got a good vibe. But uh, I, I I like the new album, man. I gotta say, I like the I new album. album freedom, man. Thank you, and, and uh, you know, and I'm like, you're in a band, so you know, you always wanted people to to recognize your newest stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think with hardcore, like it goes when you when you if you're a band that's been around a long time, people always generally want to hear the old stuff. So when yes. you release something, it takes. That's that new shit needs to become old before people really appreciate it. Does yeah. that make sense? Like it needs to get like a few years old before people yeah. really. It needs it needs like find. an album. It needs an album in front of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's almost yeah. like you're 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 a clown if you're dancing for the new shit. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. But uh, yo, I I, I interviewed uh, Justice from uh, Angel Dust the other day. Did you hear this Did new you? Angel Dust stuff? It's different. It's different, man. I mean, were you expecting yeah. that? Um, yeah. you didn't know what to expect. With justice, it could be anything, right? Yeah. First, I, I like to say, like, uh, you know, it's 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 not something that you know, it's not the type of music I would listen to. But what? I, but I respect it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I respect it, and well, you like you like you liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's only three songs. And, uh, I, I, I've only heard the video song, so I haven't heard the other song. Sorry. Okay, yeah, it's, it's only three songs, but uh, it it is dope. It's it's like you know, I wouldn't, I didn't know what to expect because the 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 what do you call it trajectory of the band, how they started, where they went, and then so you don't even know what's next, which yeah, is yeah. the cool thing about Justice. And put be no, you're, you're like man. you're you're on Roadrunner and you put out just three songs you know randomly whenever you want like it's kind of like he's doing things in a really weird different way and that's that's really cool about it no, that's, that's a good thing man that's a really good i mean the, the, the song i heard was the video one and he's um with the like it's a really cool video and it's like got a like um have you seen that video the football one yeah the football one yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's the song i heard yeah. okay what, yeah that's not, I wouldn't even say it's not hard. It's, it's what is it like indie? What, 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 I don't know, on? man. It's, it seems like it could just be. It seems like it. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of stuff. Like, it seems like it could be a song on the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever I mean, it's, category it's, it's that would really be. Well done. Yeah. It could be like a Tom Petty song, maybe. Or yeah. Like a, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool, man. And you have two uh, songs like that as well. Oh, uh, they're they're. In that cat, they're not like there's nothing that's heavy. There's nothing that's like related to hardcore, but they're they're songs 
but they have they're they're not like that though. They are different vibes. There's like three different vibes, but all of them are potential radio style uh, mm-hmm. and have the ability to be, to be mainstream songs. It's pretty cool. You know what, man? Good luck to the brother, man. Yeah, he's a talented, talented dude, man. And yeah, I, I, hope, I hope you know. I, I feel like with hardcore, you know what hardcore, hardcore kids are like. It, it could you lose some and you're in your in your keep some and you'll win other fans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you don't to, know yeah. how it's going to play out, but I think, uh, I think he's, the, the stuff before this was setting the tone for this, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, but I mean, what, you know, like, uh, you know, with knuckle dust, I mean, with a band, you imagine if knuckle dust went that route, but you got this, you just can't do it. Cause you guys are oh, like, you guys are a polarizing band. I mean, it's just like, you set a standard that. Like, well, imagine Pierre trying to sing on an acoustic guitar. I love the dude, but I don't think it would work too well, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I'd like to hear him try it. But would you guys ever do like something like even maybe a little interlude, real melodic on an album or something like that? Or nah? Yeah, yeah we would. We done bluff, but when we done bluff lies alibis, there was people like, oh, what. That's our biggest song we've ever done. But like at the time, there's yeah, people a like, song. "Oh, thank you, man." At the time, there's people like, "What? What's this shit, man? Oh, they got this ain't heavy." Da, 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 da. But, is it just because like it, it has like a, a real catchy chorus? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of got to sing along to it. But like, you're not allowed to ha- do that. Jeez, I don't but know, no, you man, guys have been so heavy that to do that song would take balls. And if you didn't do it right. Like I always feel a band could do whatever they want as long as they be. Yeah, if, if, if you're gonna do like an acoustic song, ah, it might be weird, but not if it's done right. If it sounds good, then it sounds good. If you're gonna veer off and do a, a, a you know, a metal song, well, all right, good luck. Oh, it sounded good. They did it. You know what I mean? It's only bad if it doesn't sound good. That song came out great. No, and, and plus, you, and plus, it gives the flow of the album little little switch up because it's not like you abandoned a certain style. You just added a little different element in, in an album, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. I thought like, I think, you know, as hardcore's gone on, it's getting less and less away from the punk and more and more into like, yeah, it's, you know, the, the heavier shit into the it's metal. Complete, it's complete heavy metal at this point. Almost like, yeah. you know, so it's like, like if, name, name oh, a band, you know, it's like for the most part, uh, like, uh, like knock loose or something, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, it, that's yeah, like yeah. A, the, one of the biggest current hardcore bands, code orange. That's yeah. one of the biggest current hardcore bands, but how like they're hardcore people don't get me wrong. They're the real yeah, deal, 100%. but musically, how is it, you know, it's not related too much to what we know as hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I like, I like them bands. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. But yeah, it seems totally. like the more punky stuff you do now, it's like people, because the less hardcore you are, it feels like with the younger cats anyway. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But um, we like to mix it up, man. We like, I've, I've always liked mixing it up, um, and that's why I enjoy doing Ironed Out because with Ironed Out, I can do uh, stuff with a bit more melody in it and. Stuff that I couldn't do in knuckle dust, you know what I mean? So, ironed out. You're yeah. on the bass, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, on the bass on that one. Yo, yeah. seeing you on the bass is funny. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I always get the comments that like, oh, I'm the only person that can make a bass 
look like a violin. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's um, cool though. And you got you got you playing with your fingers when I saw you. I don't know if it was just for the song or what, but you you were playing with your fingers. Is that normal? Yeah, I I started out on bass. So like, so do you do the whole set with fingers? Or certain songs you go from pick or not? Nah? nah, I do ninety percent with fingers, and then like if I wanted to strum, then I'll just kind of use my finger as a pick. Oh, I got you. Yeah, and I like that. Like, that's like the that's like the real bass players. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not my, these my, fucking pick users. Come on, dudes. But it, Drop the pick if you play bass. <laughs> yeah man I, I, I like the bass man I, I know you're not a fan of the bass no, I, like the bass. I like the bass when when geezer butler is playing the bass yeah he's hard man come he's on yo. that yeah. dude so cool on the bass you listen to those bass lines like just the, just the, the the famous bass line in war pigs come on dude that's Aye, so easy. dope so dope yeah, you were talking about that on your last podcast as well. And um, did did one of you guys say he wrote all the songs? I, I didn't even realize that. Like, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Uh, he was saying. That? Craig Craig told me that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like saying he he even wrote lyrics. He said he was the lyric writer. Well, Craig could be lying. He could be lying. Oh yeah, you, you think so? It gets crazy sometimes. <laughs> it gets crazy. But nah, Geezer's the man. Yeah, I like the bass. I like, but it's fun to make fun of the bass because they think they're so more much important than they are. You know what I mean? And listen, if you're in a different kind of <laughs> band, maybe. But in a hardcore band, all right, listen. If everybody shows up to a Knuckle Dust show, Pierre's there, Ray's there, we, Wayman's there. But Nikki, I can't make it. I'm in traffic. You could still play, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You could still play <laughs> that show. No. It wouldn't be the same, but you could still yeah, play. Yeah. Now, ch- check this out. Ray shows up. Nikki shows up. Pierre shows up. Wait, where you at? Traffic can't make it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't play. You can't play. It shows <laughs> over. Go home, everybody. The guitar player's not here. Go home. <laughs> Nikki would jump on the guitar. It'd be fine, man. Well, if not, yeah. if I was not there, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Yes. Nicky's Nikki, a, a bass killer. He kills bass. Yeah, he plays hard, man. He, like, hammers, he hammers that shit hard. Like, as you play bass, because you play bass in a band, and then you play guitar, and you watch him talk about a complete opposite style of playing bass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, like, as I said, he hammers it hard, man. Yeah. He's like he. It's like the bass player is like his stepfather. He's his bass is like his old stepfather. He used to beat him up, and he just <laughs> right. He treats it like like garbage. Like, you know, <laughs> he's always covered in blood and dings and dents and scratches and scrapes. Nick a wild bass player, man. He helped us out in Mushmouth before when we went on a tour. Yeah, what happened then? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he done. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He was quiet. He kept his mouth shut. He did his work. He was great. I remember when we played um, This Is Hardcore and uh, he was at someone named my bass. Was it Evan? Probably. Uh, he, he, I think he, he screwed up a few of Evan's basses. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he, he smashed up his bass and he, he still feels guilty to this day, man. Yeah. Every time he and, sees Evan, he's like, I'm so sorry, man. And Evan is like one of them so, dudes who's like anal about everything. Like, you know, oh, he'll is know, he? like, oh, there's, <laughs> there was two scratches. Now there's three. You know, he's like one of those guys. So forget it. Like you mess one of his things up, you he doesn't forget. He's kind of like he's kind of like Rain Man on the bass, you know. You know what? Nicky's got. Nicky's <laughs> no. always got a habit of him bleeding when, it, when the way he picks. 
Yeah. So I, thought, yeah. I think he bought someone else's base and he just gave it back to him full of blood, man. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, yeah, yeah that's gross. Isn't it? Exactly, man. And I mean, <laughs> full of blood. It was, uh, it was nuts. That is sick. He's a good guy, though, right? What a good, who's your favorite guy in your band? Yeah, I love all, all of them, man. Come on. They're not <laughs> your kids. They're your friends. Oh, good. Oh, oh, you got to oh, say that about your kids, but you don't got to say that. Who's your favorite guy in the band? I ain't got a favorite, man. Um, yeah. man all, 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 all good for different reasons, man. You're a real you know? politician. You're a what real about you, politician. then, man? Who's your favorite in your band? Chris Mavramatis. Oh. See how easy? No. Yeah, why? Why they? She shuts up. He does as is told. He knows his stuff. He changes <laughs> my strings. He helps me out. I don't know how to even turn stuff on. Sometimes he comes over. He helps me. The other guys. I say, guys, the amp won't come on. The amp will come on. Nobody comes to help. Only Chris. <laughs> okay, right. let me ask, let me let me put a twist on the question. Yeah. Who do you dislike the most? Ooh, who do I dislike the most? Um, I don't want to get you in trouble, man. Yeah, you ain't got. I'm gonna. That. Well, I don't mind. I mean, I would I would say let's go with it depends hours of the day after 12 o'clock, Luke, after 12 a.m., Luke. Luke Luke's like a Jaws or Bunny, man. Because he's like he's like a gremlin after like if you feed him after a certain time, you know what I mean? So after a certain <laughs> time at night when he gets his fed and you know what he's eating, then he uh, he's the worst guy. He'd be the worst. <laughs> but before 12, he's the best guy. He's a jaw sort of back to you, man. He just don't, you don't stop. He just keeps going and going and going, man. Yeah, he, he's fun to hang out with, right? Oh, yeah, he is, man. That tour we done, we went on tour and that, um, it was Knuckle Dust, Wizard yeah. Chains, No Turning Back. Who else was it? Was that it? Risk It? Oh, my God. Strength for a Reason. How could I forget? Oh, yeah. Strength yep. for a Reason. Remember that? Yep. We done that tour? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun, yeah, but he was just. 24 hours he was just at it man yeah dude when he he like he'll tell you himself if he goes on tour he's raging he wants to rage every night rage 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 the only thing is when he's not feeling good because he partied too hard then he's very nasty to everybody you got an attitude you say hey Luke, could you do yeah yeah because he's like you know until he gets his fix again and he stops shaking and trembling you know what i mean (laughs) he's like he's like a guy with a flu until he gets his fix again you could get very nasty, the old Luke. <laughs> Everybody out there knows him as this great, fun-loving guy. Wait till he gets a little, a little twitchy. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> I love the way he plays drums. I love the way Ray plays drums. There's certain guys that I like the way they play drums. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's tight, man, and he? he's um he's on point. Yeah, he's on point. He just, just hits hard. Bam, bam, smash, crash. He plays like he's playing in a hardcore band. You know what I mean? Like there's I would guys. Say that- I would say the drums is most probably the most important in terms of being tight. I think the drums is the most important live. Yeah. Live. Yeah. It's very important. It is very important. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, it's a drift. If he threw the drummer throws you off at all, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? It's over. It's done. Like, it doesn't matter how tight anybody else is playing. If the drums are off. Yeah. It's done, man. It's yeah. done. It's over. Nah, he so, um, go on. No, what were you going to say? So what? Now I was gonna say, um, uh, before we started recording, you were saying that you had thirty new songs written. I was just wondering, are you releasing anything next year or? Oh, uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, been writing. We're gonna release something in September, a split seven inch with a band called Sharp Shock. 
And yeah, uh, yeah, is that yeah. a dude that was on TV or something? Yeah, some yeah. Program? Dan yeah. Smith is in that. He's uh, he plays uh, he plays bass in that band. He was uh, a tattoo artist on um that show with uh, the female Kate, tattooist. Kate Van, Kat Van Don. Cat Cat Van D. Cat Van, Van D. D. Whatever name is. Yeah. Yeah, she's like she's really good tattooist. Yeah, he was yeah. on that show, and then he was. Uh, he had other bands throughout the years, hardcore band, all types of bands. But the band he's in now is called Sharp Shock. They're from, uh, well, he lives in California, but originally he was born in England. Then he moved to Australia, or uh, I think uh, New Zealand, and then Australia. Now he lives in California. But Sharp Shock is like, uh, like old school kind of like, like I wouldn't say oi, but I think I heard them actually. I think yeah, I, yeah cool yeah, band, yeah. cool band. So we're doing a so they we're doing one cover each and one original song. That's out in September. That's already done, recorded. Are you allowed to say what the cover is, or is it underway? Oh uh, yeah, we did a we did a a song from a band called the the Epoxies. All right, mm-hmm. I don't, no, a lot of people don't even know that band, but uh, I think they're from like Portland or Seattle, somewhere out in like the Northwest. And okay. uh, yeah, it's a cool song. Real like just catchy punk rockish kind of song. Is that a big band? Nah, not really. I mean, they randomly play here and there. We just like, uh, we like, yo, let's cover some a song that's dope that you know people might not know. And then uh, we were getting some ideas out, and Luke had that idea, and he sent us the song. We're like, yeah, that's just dope. Let's do that. Put so, man. Maybe they sue us after we put it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope not. But uh, and then after that, like currently right now, we're writing for a, a, another album. You guys churn out albums quick. That's quite impressive, yeah. man. Maybe every two years. I'm not quick enough, considering like these guys. I mean, look at how I'm doing the podcast. Like these guys, they need like a three months' notice to like have 15 <laughs> minutes of time. It's it's ridiculous. Like, I don't even know how to function. You know what I mean? Me, I just do it. I hit you up. To, what are you doing? Oh, well, want to do it? Okay, good. Bam, bam. These guys yeah. act like it's the end of the world to do one little thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Me and you are free spirits. These guys are held, they're held down by society's weights and chains. We do what we like. We want some. We want a pizza. We go get it. We want to make a burger. We turn on the grill. We make it. You know, we want to go out with the boys. We go out with the boys. We want to go to the strip club. We tell our wife, shut up, shut your mouth. I'll be back later. We're going to the strip. <laughs> These guys, they need permission mm-hmm. to do everything from their girlfriend. They, they got to feed the dog. They got to, the dog has a cough. <laughs> got to take him to the vet. They're not like us. You know what I mean? We just do our thing. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> but yo, we're going to, we um, might, maybe we'll end up putting an album out like around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, ours is going to be coming at what you mean, knuckle dust, you mean, or yeah, knuckle dust will be like a, like an EP, it won't be a full album, it'll be like four, make an album because everyone's so far apart. Oh, that sucks. It's not like you guys, you get to practice in your house like for 10 hours. I wish yeah, you could do yeah. that, man. Yeah, we live very well, far apart, though. We, everybody, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, we do have a comfortable, convenient spot to practice. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I was telling someone about you. You got a ghost in that in that basement, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because I can't. Something happened. I was talking. I was having a conversation with someone about ghosts, and that's 
uh, explain that. In, in, in Pennsylvania, the uh, this is the most haunted state in America. Oh, like, really? Uh, it's a very. It's like got we've got Valley Forge, got Gettysburg. It's got all the, the the American Indian stuff going on. There's sites of massacres all over. Like a lot of hauntings throughout Pennsylvania. And of course, we are not exempt. We live among the ghosts, and we accept what happens. You know. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's a very historical place, and I'm you know London's the same. I've been there. It's a creepy place. Yeah. It could be very creepy. They have like a lot of tours that go through different haunted spots. I haven't done one yet. I would like to actually. Yeah, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. That's cool. London is a dope city, man. You guys are lucky. Getting expensive though, right? Yeah, it is very expensive, man. No, I do love London, but I've had to um, move out of London. Well, I'm not far from London. I'm just on the outskirts now because this, yeah, it's too expensive. And the money you pay... Uh, like you could pay if you if you wanted to buy a house in London, you're talking four hundred thousand pounds minimum now. Wow! Or you, that's like six hundred thousand American. Yeah, and I'm talking about a shoebox house. Yeah. You know? And wow, bro! Anything cheaper than that is most probably needs a new roof and new windows and rebuilding. Well, you know, you know what? what I mean? So, save your money. S- save about twenty thousand dollars. That's probably about mm-hmm. fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand pounds, right? Yeah. Come yeah. to America and you buy a house right in Reading, PA. So, wait, so how much? What, so how much? What's the average ha- house price where you are? Where you're at? Oh, you, average. I don't know, but you could get a you could get a decent house for. I'd say 120 to 150. Wow. And you could get a really dope house from like, I'd say 180 to 250. You get a like nice. And then if you want to pay like 300,000, you can have a pool. You know, you could have That's like, insane. yeah, big P. Yeah, you, you could have. But if you move to Reading, PA, home of Club Reverb, where you've been before. Yeah, we'll get you we'll get you a row home for eighteen thousand dollars, man. Right now. Wow, man. Yeah. Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. Well, like, a fully what upstairs, downstairs, three yep. bedroom. Yeah, I mean it's a rough spot, but listen, it's no big deal. But, you got you'd be the, running that whole block in a week, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Is it to be fair? I mean, up north you can get property for very cheap. It's just London that's insane. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's like it's like you know trying to live in New York. Like it's just it's you know it's super expensive. But London is dope. New York is dope. What's the three major uh, rules of real estate? Location, location, location. Yeah, that's true. So that's it. You get what you pay. Like you know, if you want to live in those spots, maybe I'll speak to Joe. He's a state agent now, isn't he? Is he a yeah. state agent or whatever? Yeah, real estate agent, yep. Yeah, maybe you can find me somewhere cheap. Would you buy a house off him? Do you think I could trust him? If you didn't know him, would you would you buy a house <laughs> off him? Would I buy a house what, in America? Yeah, if you if you didn't know him and he's taking showing you houses, would you yeah, feel comfortable? Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, if you I have don't know physical tattoos on you, I don't want you working for me like that. You know what oh, I mean? Really? Yeah. If you got tattoos on your hand and your head, I don't want you doing my banking. 
I don't want you being my accountant. I don't want to buy a house from you. I don't want to buy a car from you. Uh, you could cook my food if I don't have to see you in the back. You could deliver my mail if it's delivered from Amazon. But that's about it. I don't want to do it. You know what? I'll be, I'll be honest. Like I have tattoos. Like, I have a, a sleeve, but I would never. I don't. I would never do my hands on my neck unless yeah. I was like a tattoo artist or a mechanic or something. But. Yeah. You do get judged for it, definitely, I think. Sure. That's why I do concrete for a living. Nobody cares. <laughs> they don't look at me. I'm invisible to society. I'm the, the filth on, on the side of the street with a, with an orange suit on, you know? <laughs> yeah, what could you do? Uh, it's hard times, though. But listen, man, I just wanted to catch up because we all miss our London friends, you know what I mean? No, and every I appreciate time, it, man. It's been yeah. fun. And that time we were supposed to be in London, a couple weeks back, came and went, and we were talking about it. How fun that would have been. And then I saw Mad Joe posted up uh, something, uh, anniversary for when he was in London, that Bang Bang Chicken. You know that guy, that Chinese oh, yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. He posted oh, that up. Yeah, oh, that guy's man. so cool. So I said, yeah, let me hit up let me hit up my homie, see if I, I could get him on quick. It, man. I was mad because when that show came up, that Wisdom in Change show in London, I got the notification on my phone. I was like, ah, oh, damn, man. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. You know, some people hit me up and they were like, oh, they're still selling tickets for the show. Yeah. Definitely cancel. I'm like, yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, I messaged you. I messaged you because there yeah, was something, got, something about a, a stream. Few. Yeah. Something about a, a live stream of the show. <laughs> yeah, like, was, he's, I got quite a few uh, like messages about that stuff. I, I was like, no, I don't know what they're talking about. With you, I was just like, yeah, we're going to be there. I was just teasing, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't know what they were talking about. But some people said they're still selling tickets for the show. Uh, should I buy it? And I'm like, no, it's not going on. And a couple other people were saying, what's up with the, are you in London? Because they say you're streaming the show. And I'm like, no. Nah. So, that's, that's, that's nuts, man. Yeah. Nuts. I don't but, know what that was know, about. Next next year, man. Do you I think you'll make so. it out of this this year, or I don't know. Have you got anything I mean, planned? You got any? You got any shows planned this year that you haven't cancelled yet? Uh maybe this is hardcore in a certain format. Maybe not like a live format. Maybe streaming. I I don't know if if the guy has the show, we're down to do it. You know, but uh, yeah, everything got cancelled. Uh, the last thing we were supposed to play was in Salt Lake City. And uh, that was like March 21st, you know, and then we had that was like the first thing that got canceled and then the European tour got canceled and then they said, do you want to do something in October? We said, yeah, then that got canceled. So I don't know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just got to take it day by day, my friend, day by yeah. day. Day by day is all we could do. Otherwise, I got to sneak out because uh, nobody's uh, letting Americans in. I'd come to see you guys in Switzerland. Oh, I forgot, man. You're banned. Yeah, you're, you, you guys are banned from uh, yeah. entering our borders, man. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> I thought it was just because we get all the English girls pregnant, but it turns out oh. that it's COVID. But... <laughs> all right, homie, listen. Appreciate you. want to say anything? Let the people know anything? Uh, no, nah, just listen out for the new Iron Out record dropping this year out, and then some new knuckle dust stuff hopefully hopefully next year and i want to wish every you know hope everyone's keeping safe out there and much love Respect and thank you to you man for getting me on i enjoyed yeah, it yeah of course we'll talk again soon yeah we will do my brother definitely all right homie i'll talk to you later all right take care
Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck is this you in? This is Post America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!